Transparency Solomon Islands says a controversial security MOU being brokered between Honiara and Beijing is yet another sign of a leadership crisis in the country. The Pacific Island nation has drawn criticism from Australia and New Zealand after a draft copy of a security agreement being brokered with China was leaked last week. Transparency's chief executive in Honiara, Ruth Lilongula, says locally there has been no consultation around the move and people are anxious about intentions of the Prime Minister Manasseh Songovare and his Our Party-led Democratic Coalition Government for Advancement. She joins me now. Thank you, Tomas, for sitting with me, Fala Ruth. So, this security MOU saga is the latest thing to catch international media attention, but it comes off the back of a long list of controversial policy decisions, doesn't it, that have been pushed through despite concerns voiced by members of the public. The initial switch from Taiwan to China going back to 2019, the unrest last year, which again required a regional security intervention to quell, and more recently the government's moves to extend the life of parliament from four to five years effectively giving themselves another year in office. What is Transparency's view on the way this government has been going about its business? I think uh, this is to be expected, that nobody knows exactly what our party's policies and um, uh, plans are when we went into election in 2019. So you've got to go back to 2019 when our party was not a party then. And there was only three people that were uh, members of this party that contested, but they were only uh, um, con- they contested as um, independent uh, uh, candidates. And then after the election, as you know, we had these uh, uh, people hoping, grass hopping from one party to the next one, and we have this current uh, government, executive government that is exercising government power at the moment. So right at the very beginning, everybody was worried about why exactly is the um, in the policies and programs of this particular uh, group of people because they did not have the mandate from the people on any of the policy. It was not something that was an election card, but on the first go, as you know, straight after, uh, this uh, Taiwan and China relationship came in and uh, we got this relationship with China that was not a subject for election. And then um, most likely all the um, programs or policies that they brought before the parliament or that they are doing, like the extension of parliament. And now we have this... Uh, MOU or the agreement that they are proposing to have with uh, uh, China Communist Party. So Solomon Islands does not have anything against Chinese people, but it's this uh, agreement that uh, Solomon Islands executive government is proposing and is having with this the Chinese Communist Party that is a concern to everyone, but they are not able to input into it They've been labeled by their prime minister as Tom, Dick, and Ari. They stop being people when they uh, demand to be consulted on this extension of parliament and other issues that uh, has come up. The prime minister has gone publicly to call them. He doesn't want to 
consult with Tom, Dick, and Harry. So the citizens have become Tom, Dick, and Harry as well. So nobody in here in Solomon Islands is uh, really knows what is going on. But when you take a look at it, Solomon Islands is not having any wars with anyone that we needed to be dependent. What we are actually seeing is the Chinese police officers are now training our police police officers in here on how to use the gun to shoot us whenever we protest and demand for a democratic right. And so this military agreement or security agreement for uh, transparency, Solomon Islands, and also in the minds of many others, this is aimed at, at being shooting its own people if they uh, so did protest at all about any of the things that they do not agree with. Because when you see the extension of parliament, they said it's for the South Pacific Games. They cannot run these two big events in one time. The Electoral Commission is not doing anything, having any plans to run the election from Transparency Solomon Islands' perspective. These are all areas that are under the influence of government. They can change it if they want to change it. They can always move the South Pacific Games to the following year. They can always resource the Solomon Island Electoral Commission. And uh, all of these things is within their their power to do because they are the ones who are actually expending public funds and all of that. They've expended last year $6.8 million per constituency that went through each member. So this is something else. It's about them staying in power, maybe to make sure that this China agreement really establishes in Solomon Islands and to really equip our police officers maybe to to shoot us whenever we protest. It is sad, and people are really, really frustrated. They are not happy, but it's for them, it's not a game. They have the number. They don't have to consult anybody. They can just do anything they want. And basically, people in Solomon Islands cannot hold the government to account. Access to justice is just unaffordable. And coming into the relationship with uh, with China, there was a big, big talk about you know, no strings attached about all of these games, infrastructure, the 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 hundreds of millions being poured into to developing the the games infrastructure for the games, just about it being just a gift from China. But uh, with this kind of agreement, uh, the MOU referring to the MOU directly now um, coming in, do you think we're actually starting to see some of the strings attached to to what? Uh, what is the cost of all of this money that the Solomon Islands government is receiving? There's strings always attached. You know that there was a, a, a little bit of political instability with words of no confidence. China provided 250000 for each to keep the government going. And then in terms of the SP game, they're saying that we will make big money out of it. But it's just this year that they're starting to employ some people. And then, of course, we have the COVID-19 transmission now in the country. We have dilapidated state of health care. Who would want to send the athlete to this country? I, I don't know. But the strings attached are there. I mean, during the time that this debate about the church was on, Transparency Solomon Islands was very vocal about this corrosive um, capital being poured into the country. But what we are seeing in play at the moment is the soft power. Do you think um, the government is aware 
of of the impacts and of of where it's placed itself in terms of being the focus of attention of Australia and and the US and um, New Zealand in terms of concerns about China's presence in the Pacific. They are aware of all of that, but they they just don't care. That's what we are seeing here. They just don't care, and I think some of them are using it. It's, it also looks like if we do this, somebody will fall into this country, this other much amount of money. How far will that go? It won't go very far. It's expecting others to do the work that they should be doing for our country through these unprofessional relationships. But I think what scares most of the people in this country is the fact that they are training our people on the use of guns for crowd control. And you know, there won't be any protest if the government listens to the people and come up with options, hear their concerns. It is when they are frustrated that they go on this protest business and the police. Our police is is really done. I mean, we have so many years of Ramsey, but uh, as we said, when Ramsey existed, we said that we will, we will still continue to need the, our police capability to, to be built up. Thank you. Thank you for those insights, uh, Ruth. My final question is, uh, you mentioned Ramsey there. Um, this this MOU, the security MOU, has uh, resulted in a lot of criticism uh, for New Zealand government here in New Zealand and, and Australian government from their oppositions in terms of whether they're doing enough in the region. Do you think the 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 leaning towards China for security and all of this thing is, is a reflection of New Zealand and Australia not doing enough in this space? I don't I don't think that is the case. That's the easiest excuse to bring in. But what we are we are seeing here is uh, it's not a leaning towards the, all of those, but it's it's a leadership crisis inside our country and those they're surrounding themselves with to look at the bigger picture. And people also are fighting for to stay in employment. There is lack of employment. Uh, yes, Ramsey was here and it did a great job, but I think it spread it, the um, resources very thinly in so many areas uh, when, from some of us, it could have concentrated on the ability of the, the police. I mean, it, it happened, but it did not stick. It has not stuck yet when they left. The question we ask now is the geopolitics aside, this country's leadership, does, does it think that the security and safety of people in Solomon Islands is, is more important or the relationships that they have? And to think that, you know, by, by doing what they are doing now with this agreement, that it will build security in Solomon Islands, I think it is in the wrong, wrong place. And, and the, the, the thing is, I mean, why should other countries worry about us if we continue to act this way? our leadership. This is why we people are strongly uh, against the extension of the parliament. They want to go to the polls to all their leaders to account and to, to vote. But is the government listening? No, it's not listening.